and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Simon Miller, and today I'm joined by Mr. Tomari, Hello. Mr. Jim Trinker, Mate. and Mr. Brett Phipps. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Brett, you've got a cacti on your shirt. I have, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is that what it is? How do you feel about that? It's cacti to cacti. Not a shit tie, just actual <laughs> cactuses on oh, his yeah, shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got literally cactuses on there. Is cacti singular or plural? Who knows? You, I've you, said it you, now, no you've going got back. A cacti. Yeah, you got Where a... did you get this shirt from? Primark? Uh, River Island, I think. River Island. And what yeah. was it about the cactuses that thought, you know what, I want to wear this shirt? I just like the, <laughs> to be honest, it wasn't the cacti. It wasn't the cacti, it was the, cut, it was the blue. You of like the, the shirt. blue? Yeah. Okay, it's interesting. I, mean, I don't know why I brought this up. It's I, just, I looked it. over at you and that was the first thing I noticed. So yeah. I'm going to bring this up. Yeah, it was all right. I bought it before I went away. For Where did work, you go? For work. Well, I went away to LA for a work thing and I needed it. <laughs> so I'm shirt. laughing at Jim. He's struggling with his really microphone struggling. so bad. Yeah, my like... pop shield is not playing <laughs> well today at all. <laughs> He's having some Morrissey, the shit. He's fighting with it in the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I'm, I'm going to have to do a bit of a Liam Gallagher, I think. That's all right. Um, is everyone well? Everyone happy? Everyone feeling pumped to talk about video games the next hour or so? Yeah, I had a good yeah, bank holiday a, weekend. Uh, I've only played one video game. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's The Witcher, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're loving it, right? Well, it, it, it got announced this morning that it's the biggest selling game in the UK this year. It fucking mm. it deserves beat it Battlefield as well. Hardline by 53% sales. Biggest yeah. selling week one Week game. one game, yeah. yeah. Mm. But that's pretty good. So, you know, it smashed. It was always going to smash what The Witcher 2 yeah. and the first one did because on more consoles, but... Jim's fist pumping, <laughs> waving his hands in, his air, in so the air like he just don't it care. It is... Fuck, it is the best game this gen so far. This well, See, that is a kind of a big statement, but then not that much good has come out this gen. Not with really, some good stuff out there, right. but nothing groundbreaking. Right. Best RPG since Mass Effect 2. Fucking hell. I Bar think what came out. I don't, I'd have to have a list. I mean, maybe. That's why I said it, because nobody can remember any <laughs> RPGs after Mass Effect 2. I think it's a good show. I think it's a very, very good game. Oh, it's, mm. it's amazing. It's obviously appealing to people Especially as well. the, the, the difference. I know that the first two games have their fans, but... but Basically, oh, it's nothing basically, like them. I was wrong. You know, Witcher one and two, they're shite. Mm. They are. I'm glad Burns isn't here. Actually. You just said one, yeah. But they're uh, they're shite, and you know they they I think they're shite because they're sort of like they remind you of a game that like The Witcher three, like it could be. They, they sort of evoke that, yeah. but they aren't that. And yeah. They aren't as good as that. Flashes of what that could have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then like Witcher that, actually comes in and does the does like a proper... But maybe this is the game they always wanted it to be. So it took them two games to kind of find their niche, find out what works, what yeah, doesn't yeah. work. And then they're lucky, the fact that they did... They've always been a kind of a niche unto themselves, CD Projekt Red. Kind of a very yeah. independent company yeah. in the truest sense of the word. If they had been backed by a big publisher for the first two, they'd probably have been killed off by now. Mm. But they managed to get to the third game, got a big budget, got next gen or new gen, or whatever you want to call it, and now there you go. Mm. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom, the game they always well. wanted. They've done pretty well. But yeah, if you look at the first two Witcher games, it's sort of like, you know, not quite Tess, but you know, some, this is a company, this is a company, you know, a creative team finding itself, figuring out what it's good at. Yeah. And yeah, the Witcher 2 is like an audition for Witcher 3, Well, I that's guess. it. And a lot of people, I'm sure, will go, oh, no, they were very good games. And I'm sure they were in their own right. But you can't argue that it's not, this one is better. This one is destroying them in yeah, terms yeah. of, you know, and you can argue it's got a bigger marketing budget behind. But I still imagine yeah. if more people had gone to Witcher 2, they'd been like, I can't play this. Well, what, it's much more accessible, The Witcher 3. What I like with the evolution of that series is, like, Burns made a really good point with Hotline Miami 2, was that when you saw that sequel. The problem that, that that game had was they threw simply everything at the sequel. This seems to be simplified. The exactly. Is that when you get a sequel, the problem that a lot of them have is they simply think, right, well, now we've got all the money. We're going to throw everything that we possibly wanted to do in the first one into it rather than craft and refine and hone what they wanted to do in the first and make that better what was there, which is what they've done in The Witcher 3. Everything that was into 
and the first one. I nearly said one then, but I didn't. Mm. But I'll just say it, the Witcher the, one. But, but that is simply what they've done. They've made it bigger. They haven't put more in. They've made what they had in the first two bigger and then crafted and refined what they had there. And it's, it's a lot better. The combat's still iffy. I still don't enjoy the combat. But in terms of the dialogue stuff, the, the quest um, setup and the way that you go through that and the pacing of it, it's, it's wonderful in terms yeah. of the way you go around the whole world. And in fact, now you're not, like we spoke about in the last podcast, about you're not stuck in a single environment and you don't get bored in any one space yeah. and the quests and the, the constant feeding when you go onto like the, the boards and you just create or right, i'll take all the quests they've got there you do them in whatever order you want and you can fail quests it's not like you can just say yeah. i'll yeah. come back to that when i want so as soon as you start one you have the potential to fail it people can die while you're not there you know if you need to rescue someone you need to kill it's not what they're waiting for you the like the world is organic yeah whatever, exactly yeah. oh kill me i said organic you know what i mean no but it's true though is because i there was the first time i played it there was a mission where i had to go and get a potion together to rescue a woman who was dying from i think she got attacked by something like that and i couldn't find the ingredients to save her and i went back dead you know it's that simple case of dead. you know i, I failed so it's Tom, really good as a man mm. who hasn't played any of the witcher 3 does all this mm. chat and hype and the sales figures think maybe you want to dip your toe into it at all no. no, the problem is <laughs> shut down. <laughs> shut down. The, thing, the thing that's got me is the combat's not very good. Apparently, says Brett. Mm. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's Why okay. Why would I want to play a game that has a lot of combat in it if the combat's not very good? I, I, I don't, I don't actually think the combat is that bad, but it's it's good. I mean, I think there's there's, there's certain ways you can play it though. Mm. Like there, there's a lot of sort of strategies that you can develop, like. When I started playing the game, I was using the Igni sign a lot and sort of, you know, setting, yeah. setting people on fire and then sort of running in <laughs> while they were staggered and, and trying to twat them. And now, like, hours and hours in, I've mm. got into the How many hours, Jim? How many hours so far? Probably at least 30 of them, actually, Well, to give you an example of another reason why I'm not playing this game, it took me three months to finish Wolfenstein. This <laughs> yeah. 12-hour game, Max, that's true. It's a, it's a big ask. Yeah. It's, a, it's certainly a, you know, an investment. You've got to mm. have the time. You need to learn to ignore your kids, Tom. Mm. <laughs> they should put that in the Witcher 3 box. Healthy ignore dose your of kids, neglect. play the Witcher 3. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've played it for a few hours, but I definitely do want to play it more. But I would, <laughs> yeah, I think that my biggest problem is where the hell am I going to get the 25 time. plus hours yeah. to actually put to put into it 25 it, plus try quadrupling that and you'll be there alright jeez bro I'm just making a point oh my gosh oh my go back God. to your cacti shut your face uh, <laughs> oh no my pop shit <laughs> fell down uh, but I do want to play it and I do think it's nice that this kind of game still exists because obviously for the last few months or for years it's always about oh persistent online world multiplayer yeah, well, yeah. now you've just got a nice single player RPG you can lose yourself uh, in yeah, for a few hours a lot of people talk about RPGs as if, as if the big single player RPG is somehow on the way out it's definitely it's like, not it's not because between single, this and Skyrim like yeah, single player RPGs keep coming out smashing records and getting all the critical acclaim yeah. mm. and being beloved by everyone yeah. and MMOs keep getting out and fucking dying on their arses I tell you what as well is that the, you know the, the, anytime you get a new console generation that's the one game people look for I know we're well into it now yeah. but it still stands that's why Oblivion was all like fucking hell because they yeah, do this yeah. great thing of you know, understanding scope and making things feel bigger than they actually are and looking quite nice. So people go, this yeah. works perfectly for the experience I'm looking for. You Jim, also, Jim, you yeah. said Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Last year, your favourite game? Mm-hmm. Yeah? How does this compare? Good point, yeah. But just, it's, better. it's better. Can we all agree <laughs> that Inquisition was a massive misstep no, no, by no. Bioware? Because two, two people that worked here at the time said it was their game of the year. Yeah, but I'm now, I in really, re- I, retrospect, a different thing. I really, really like Dragon Age Inquisition. I've not finished it. Mm. I really, really like it. But um, 
I think it, 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 what you were talking about, you are like when a new gen comes out, you are chasing that big game to get. And Dragon Age didn't do it. I fir- don't think so anyway. At first, you get like lots of lots of sort of you know short action games and stuff like the Order or whatever. Yeah, oh, it wasn't a launch game, but you know you get yeah. stuff that's that 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 looks good, but is basically just you know stuff that you play until you're waiting for the big stuff mm. you can get your teeth into. Um, you know, uh, uh, Oblivion. If you play Oblivion now, it is piss. Like, it's actually a really terrible Bethesda game. I actually think it's a decent game overall. It's certainly a lot better than a lot of RPGs out there. But in terms of an Elder Scrolls game, especially compared to the one before it and after it, it's really not very good at all. And all the characters in it look like potato people. but yeah, I mean, in terms of last year, Dragon Age Inquisition was the closest thing to come out to being that big, massive, brand new RPG yeah. that you can really get stuck into that's going to take you a long time, that can be a world that you sort of, you know, that, that, that you inhabit um, and you know, that, that might, you know, go some way to sort of defining your experience with that new console or that new generation or whatever. But The Witcher Three has now come along and really showed it up for you know, kind of the the disappointment it really was. Mm, I think so. You know, I was clamoring for a new Dragon Age game, clamoring for for that that big, you know, open mesmerizing experience. Um, and <coughs> Dragon Age filled that niche when it came out a bit. But so you are know, you saying, Jim, that you and a former employee were both? I was wrong. basically wrong. Both I of mean, you. I, can't, I, can't, I was like, can't speak for the former employee. Just want to throw in there that I don't. I disagree with you intensely about Oblivion. Just want to let you know that okay. <laughs> Oblivion is one. I can't. I can't. I put three hundred and one hours into it. I can never say. So it's did a I? Like, I'm I, think not, it's I'm not I don't think it's a ter- like. And you know, it, it still has that. When people still talk about the Oblivion moment, you know, you when you get out, out of yeah. a tutorial and you, you you walk out of the sewers, and people always want that moment. Fallout Three aped that moment yeah. almost exactly. You mm. know, you get mm. out of the vault and you see the landscape or whatever. Um, and Oblivion set the standards for this type of game, yeah, especially that's true. this type of yeah. game in terms of how it can define a sort of generation going forward. Um, and there was a lot to love about Oblivion. There was a lot of really good stuff in Oblivion, but it was it was it was made. I think it was made not to sound sort of hipsterish, but it was maybe made a bit too accessible, or maybe a bit too. I hate the word done. I hate the term dumbed down because it's always. No, I think I, I think I think they did try and make yeah. it more. Accept- but then again, I bet you a lot of people are saying that about The Witcher Three. I bet you hardcore Witcher Two fans are a bit like, "Oh, The Witcher Three, drama." Yeah, but The Witcher Two is terrible. Yeah, but so but this they, is the they, point. Don't, they don't know what they're on about. But yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, I've I, I got really mixed feelings about Oblivion. I absolutely loved that's it at right. the time. I when I go to back to it, I find it. I've never been back to it, mm. so maybe that's a thing. But I, I loved it at the time. Moving away from The Witcher, just because we, we talked about it a lot last few weeks, mm. I do want to talk about what a game that's now a sequel and the beginning of a new series at mm. the same time, which is Need for Speed. Oh, yeah. Which got announced with a, what, 30-second trailer yeah. last week that everyone got well excited about. Relaunch, what, what, new IP. They're reboot, reboot? They're reboot yeah. racing. Reboot, reboot cars. Racing. Yeah, it's going to reboot cars. They're going to have five wheels. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it looks like it's going to be underground-esque. Mm. All the neon lighting and stuff like that, but it's not going to have a subtitle. Why are they just calling it underground? Need for speed. Make sure I'm mad because they're rebooting they it. And when you reboot something, you've got to tell the origin story. You know <laughs> that. You've got to go back. This car came from Hen- the Henry CD. Henry Ford's going to be in it. Henry gonna- Ford's <laughs> going to build the car. Yeah, yeah. 
And the development of the production Are line. Are they going to go back to the Ford Model T? In that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Herring I mean, Ford putting some neon on the bottom of it. The thing is, yeah. it, I, I mean, the idea of a whole reboot is stupid, but starting again, i got no problem with. Because yeah. Need for Speed has become very fractured as a series. It's mm. got like about eight different sort of shoot-offs made by different companies. This mm. is made by Ghost again, isn't and, and it? And half of yeah. them are like, you know, burnout clones that aren't as good as burnout. Exactly. So if they can actually get Need for Speed back to what it was, which is a really accessible, fun arcade racer yeah. that doesn't take itself too seriously, mm. the trailer already makes me think that it will, I'm well up for them doing this because you don't have that many good the world the video game world anyway has swung massively towards the simulated thing you know Gran Turismo Forza Project Cars well, what was the last arcade racer to come out they're probably one I've forgotten about Forza Horizon 2 yeah. yeah but again yeah. that's um, that's a, you know, it's an Xbox One exclusive really game good, really I know good. it's really good but it's not the whole you know back in the day the arcade race would come out on everything that was the whole mm-hmm. point that was your like Ridge Racer like Ridge Racer that, that was yeah. the, you kind of lack those games now. I, don't I do wish they'd bring the Ridge Racer back well, it made really yeah. good E3 announcement. Rejoice. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe. Are you saying we should reboot the video game racing genre? Yeah, I think we do. Launch that I, as think a new we, IP. I think we do in a way because I used to really like it back in the day. You had a real racing games were spread out a lot wider, yeah, more were. choice. Whereas now you kind of don't get mm. that. That, so I think that sense of you know when you went to the arcade with your mates, the first thing you did was jump on an arcade like outrun. Ex- exactly, and yeah. I'd like all that stuff back. Yeah, I, mean, that is true. I think Need for Speed is the game to do because there are some good. I mean, there's some terrible ones like The Run. I yeah, it'd yeah. be really good to put a story in there. Who would do that in a series they've been done in for a while? Um, but I, I think <laughs> I think that uh, you know if it does well and it remembers why it was so good back mm. in the day, then I'm all for it. Trying the, to you know respark things. The best part about the day that got announced was there was that big debate in the morning about the Witcher's downgrade uh, thing about how it looked when it first got debuted and then how it looked on launch. And there was surprise, surprise, that was good. And <laughs> then literally a few hours later that trailer came out with Neve Speed and there's no way it's gonna look like that at launch. Everyone's going, Oh it looks great, oh it looks lovely. Yeah. There are some differences though. Like The Witcher was shown like over two years ago. Mm. This is out in like four months or something, isn't it? Mm. And it will look close to that i mean the camera was like, all shaking over the place mm. like it is a next gen only game it is a racing game set at night probably lots of rain and racing games it always will look, look good it will look mm. good like well, oh yeah it's exactly not... like that but it will look it will look close to but that but free does look great as well though. the problem that's with the all those trailers though is that you know video games want eight movies i mean mm. that's the thing that's why you have all those cuts if someone actually dare go right i'm going to show you two minutes of what you do actually in game from the viewpoint you'll have as a vi- as the player in the chair mm. and we'll go this looks really boring <laughs> i don't want to play this way as well and it's like well you can't have both worlds. If, you, if you're going to shoot from silly camera angles and make it like a movie trailer, it's not going to look how... Exactly. Because no one plays a game like that. Yeah. It's like in Grand Theft Auto when you hold, was it B or whatever, and you get the, the helicopter. You try and drive like try that. Try and drive, you can't do you it. Can't. You crash all over the place. You try your best to hold it for as long as you can. Yeah. But I mean, I, I personally want a good arcade... I mean, Forza Horizon was good, but I mean another one. Yeah. Not, this the, needs not just speed. that type of racing. It just needs to be a Fast and Furious game. That's all this needs yeah. to be, and it will be all right. Well, given the success of that franchise now, I imagine mm. it will be. Yeah. Uh, but the whole reboot thing is a bit weird. I don't and what, it's like, they just, I don't get the anger over it. I mean, it's just, they're just a term. They've used the word reboot, and everyone's got suddenly, because it's, I imagine, because EA and it's Need for Speed, they've gone mm. mental about it. Mm. Yeah, because but it's just, Twitter needs just something to be mad They just said reboot. It doesn't have to be like a big deal. Just because no. they've... I hear oh, FIFA's I getting a reboot this year as well. It. It's just, it's just, it's just marketing. Right? It's just hot piss, Tom. Yeah. As Jim Trinker would say, it's nothing but hot piss. But no, I'm, I'm up for it. I want it. I think it'd be good. I think this probably means the end of that burnout game we saw last year. Uh, not oh, burnout game, the uh, Criterion yeah, game. The, the, is that the one why, where they jumped out of the plane into the car into the speedboat? Teams, Miller. No, but you, you, your EA press, EA E three press conference. I don't think they're going to try and push a racing game that's not out this year for one that is. I think that'll be. 
you know, thrown under the rug quite quickly. Thrown, not swept under, thrown under. Thrown under, lift the rug up, throw it under. And then all of a few hours ago, Capcom announced the Resident Evil Zero remake. Yeah. Now, the first question is, has anyone in this room actually played the original Resident Evil Zero? Right, I never played it, you see. Oh, really? So is this, you know, should I be excited they're remaking this or not? I I really like Zero. A lot of of, uh, the the internet world is telling me they should have gone with Resident Evil 2. Well, they're never going to do Resident Evil 2. Well, they might do, but they're not going to do it quickly because Mm. it doesn't already have... This is basically a remake already that wasn't a remake, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Because mm. they they made it the same way they made Resident Evil Zero, like re- the GameCube remake. remake. Yeah. So it's got like the good backgrounds and stuff. They can easily, well, relatively easily, get that across to like a new looking version or next mm. gen. Resident Evil Two's got PlayStation One quality backgrounds. Yeah, so and to rebuild it, it entirely, it'd be a completely different project. I don't, I don't know. Zero is not bad, but it's nowhere near as good as lots of other Resident Evil games. Yeah. Dash, but the, like, like Tom says, the problem is as well is one of the key things I think that grabbed a lot of Resident Evil fans is that they took the original team from those games and brought them across to remake it. And I mean, like the the guys who made two, who was it who made two? it was Mikami and um, yeah. Well, the people that made two are not going to make. They're, they're not going to. They're doing other stuff. They're exactly. Not really yeah. Going back to Capcom, but Zero is is a fine game, but it's not. It's not. An, I'm not excited about this game coming out again because it, I think I, it was the, a co-op game without co-op. That was yeah, the thing. I think the real disappointment is that if they're doing the, this coming out this year, right? Mm. Uh, no, 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 early twenty sixteen. I mean, within the within the the, the, the near future, mm. is that so? Resident Evil Seven is not on the cards at all well, because why it would could it, be. it? Could be. They're not going to announce it till next year though, because well, again, had, you're gonna you're gonna ruin the the, the marketing and the, and the buzz for this. If you'd have a year, brand new. This vote. year we had Resident Evil Revelations Two and Resident Evil Remake, so. And they've just announced another remake type game, so I don't think it's impossible that they'll show mm. off. I think if they if, if they teased it for a full reveal next year, because the the thing is, like Tom said, we had two games this year, but they were both cut price Resident Evil games, right? Because Re- Revelations was like what twenty quid, mm. and then yeah, the remake. Was Unless like there's multiplayer in it, get on Resident, but pre-order Resident Evil Zero, get on the beta for Resident Evil Seven. I'm going to call that right now. Maybe. I'm going to call that right now. Is Resident Evil Res- Seven multiplayer beta. If you buy Resident Evil Zero, is that your E3 prediction? Yeah, that's one of my yeah. E3 predictions. There you go. I've just what changed. I just one eighty entirely. There. What, yeah, that's what would the thing. multiplayer be? Well, I, I didn't tell you, but that's my no, gut I feeling. didn't tell you. No, I couldn't tell. All oh, right, but that, that's my gut feeling now. Yeah, but, and I also think, but the thing is, because Silent Hills is now gone, if Capcom should. Jeez, they that. said, "Seize!" There was excitement about that. People want survival horror. They should look at that and go, "Well, we've got a name anyway that people gravitate towards. All we got to do is reboot it, quote unquote, with Kojima, a Hideo Kojima game, Resident Evil Seven. I don't think I have to do Can that. You imagine, but Can you imagine. Knows? But yeah, Resident Evil Zero is coming. Jim, do you care about it? You don't look very excited. Um, I don't know anything about it. That's my problem. What do you think of Resident Evil in general? Do you care? Uh, I don't want to say I don't care because that's really that. callous. Nah. You okay, you don't care. I'm just, it's just something I'm not into yet. <clears throat> um, I don't think. So. Is it is it because you'd ever play Resident Evil Four, Jim? Have you played Resident Evil Four? I, 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 I got the Wii version of Resident Evil Four. No, everyone right, told me it was like, Everyone, told everyone me it said like it was the best version. They were wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gather I should have got the, the best GameCube version, version. Was the GameCube version? Uh-huh. Yep. And then, like any of the versions that are on the Wii. That sounds fair enough. Like most things in life. I mean, if you play it, maybe if you play it with the non-remote rubbish, mm-hmm. it's all right. Did it support? Mm-hmm. That on the Wii, could you play it with probably the play, you probably play it with the classic? I imagine, yeah. Yeah. Not, not entirely sure, but just but get you it. Could play the GameCube. I imagine Resident Evil 4 anyway, will get released so. on a PS4 and Xbox One at some point because mm. they've already done that remaster on the PC, yeah. yeah. So get that out. 
That'd yeah. been better than that. I'd be more excited about that than this. I don't think it holds up that well today. Resident <laughs> That's Evil 4. Rubbish. But <laughs> play that. Go play the Game Boy version now thing, and you I let played, me know. When the Resident Evil 4 got re-released on Xbox 360 and PS3, mm-hmm. I was going to play it for like an hour to see what it was like. So I finished it like a couple of times already. And I finished it completely again. Mm. It's good. Well, we agree to disagree, Tom. Uh, the Resident Evil is one of those things like, uh, <coughs> like, like Metal Gear. For me, there are things have happened to other people. Um, when, when, like, when, when the PlayStation, the, the, the original PlayStation was the big thing, um, I was still dicking about with an Amiga. So, um, and then I went to PC. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff I've missed. Um, and, that, and Resident Evil is unfortunately one of them. So... Mm. It means you didn't have to feel very th- sad about it. I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's yeah. just a video game. <clears throat> Doesn't change anything. No, video games are shy. Yeah, well, shy. <laughs> Brett, you yep. spent the last week playing Destiny House of Wolves, which we touched upon last week. Yep. But now you're kind of knee deep into it and shit, and people seem well excited. Some people told me it was the best DLC they've ever played. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Why not? It's, it's, the, it's better than um, Dark Below DLC. It's the best DLC that Destiny's received. <laughs> Brilliant. Not the best DLC ever released. How can people released. see that when Shivering Isles is a thing? I don't know. I don't know. That's what people, I saw people on, uh, on, on social media especially saying, this, they've done it, this is brilliant, exactly what I wanted from Destiny. Oh my mm. gosh, I'm jumping back in, my balls are on fire, all this stuff. <laughs> my balls are but, on fire. Yeah, people loved it. I think the, the best thing that this DLC's done is not only what it's brought to the game in terms of new content, but how it's redressed the drip feed of rewards that Destiny brings you. Because a lot of people get put off coming into it and you, we've had this discussion because you talked about getting into Destiny in terms of I've got it now I am yeah. going to start playing it. it the the thing is a lot of people were put off by how far they had to go to catch up you know in terms of the, it's a constant grind or that but the, the the one thing that really struck me was how quickly I was rewarded for my time now since the launch you know you get more you get better stuff quicker Yeah, and that was really nice don't you and, like it just because you got, luckily got a good weapon really quickly that was a good thing but isn't that half the appeal of it is that that no, can happen if, yeah. I, if I played it and didn't get it it'd be shit for me yeah. but just because you think got that drop eat, no because the new Prison of Elders thing is really good and the new story campaign is excellent as well the new house, does it actually house have Wars. a plot yeah 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 you're, you're really yeah well it's like a self-contained set of missions that are a story because remember when Destiny was meant to have a story and it was just it didn't it was mm. shoot people and shoot them dead <laughs> oh yeah it's quite a good story and it kept like having like really sort of uh like evocative cutscenes with characters that you were supposed to give a fuck about. You yeah, know, who's this? What's going on? Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of people did care though. I, mean, I can't. I, it's I can't... mental though. None of it makes any sense. <laughs> but, the, but Halo never made any sense. That's the thing. Yeah, Halo yeah. was gibberish. I went, what a great story. Yeah, what I love. Yeah, they say, find it all in the Grimoire cards. I'm not least, reading. Yeah, Halo actually told. A somewhat coherent mm. it, it to be no, it did it too ended yeah. to just finish. I don't think it did. I think it had the whole thing of humans have got to stop the covenant with the Spartans, but yeah. otherwise it was like Dreamer Two, where it just stopped. Yeah, you was playing it I and it just said, "That's it, that's your lot. Fuck off." See I you don't three. think it did have a coherent story at all. I think it was all over the place. Uh, playing, I think it was more coherent than Destiny. But I haven't played Destiny, so maybe playing the De- Master Destiny. Chief Collection again and playing two again, you realise why did that stop there? And also they cut. Uh, you learn afterwards they cut a huge chunk out yeah. of it, and you think why did you take that away just put it as a cutscene please so I know what's happening Didn't honestly, I mean after you do so the Destiny opening you got like Peter Dinklage <clears throat> Peter Dinklage in the form of a small floating robot wakes you up from a fucking Russian scrapyard where you've apparently been slumbering and, and, uh, and you have to shoot some aliens and then eventually you do a lot of alien shooting you steal a ship and you go to the last city or whatever <laughs> and Bill Nye comes down and goes, "Yeah, it's a fucking good job you're here." 
that's the entire setup and you're like alright what the fuck happens now there are you, some... you just go places and fucking shoot things which yeah. is fair enough there are some but great people videos people talk about it like it's like it's actually got some kind of plot and mm. it doesn't it feels like something that had a plot that where most of it has been just ripped out yeah they ripped the arse out of the it plot it seems like yeah. Destiny would have been better it's had it been like imagine it crossed with say The Witcher 3 <laughs> so it is that kind of big open mm. world but with all the shooting stuff. Mm. But I don't think we can shit on there... Destiny that much because it has a really strong no, community saying... who all love no, it. No, I mean, in terms, of, in terms of my point of view anyway, like I, lo- I really like Halo games. Mm. And I kind of was... So I played the beta or the alpha if it was for Destiny and it that opens with that whole bit with mm. the, the robot yeah. thing and it, it felt like it was going to be more of a story to it mm. based on what I played there. Yeah, yeah. And then the f- game comes out and the like, story's kind of like such a small part of the whole thing. It's not a game that I could really ever play not at the moment anyway and it feels like that whole game is dead to me essentially Mm. because i just can't get into it whereas if it was more of a story-based thing but with like the the like the world is like there's the appearance of being big i think in destiny but it's not actually that huge is it well it's it's like a series of corridors and it's lots of lots of broken up it is quite big though each individual planet that you visit is surprisingly big and i know what you mean it is a series of like pathways and stuff it's not a giant open Mm. expanse but there are open areas within each world and they are surprisingly big Mm. but um like the new expansion also give you visit the same places but there's different areas within each of those and they do sort of feed back onto where you've already been and what's really a new an actual new planet since it launched or not? Uh, the new social space is the Reef, which but, up until now wow. was just a, uh, a cutscene so area. It's just a meeting room. But basically, but it's, um, you get new uh, NPCs that you interact with to get mm. missions from. But and there's the no, new... like, say, say, I don't know what planet it launched with. Mm. Haven't just added a new, completely new planet you can go and shoot things on? Uh, not strictly a planet, but the new Prison <laughs> of Elders thing, which is like a new horde mode, it's like a wave-based combat thing, is a new area, which, again, makes less sense when you realise that you're basically going to one of the new NPCs' prison where he <laughs> keeps a lot of enemies, and you're basically just going there to kill a load of prisoners, and then that's it. Mm. But prisoners got to die. Really, yeah, exactly. You're basically the executioner, and you don't know why, but you just got... And it, it, that is really good. Prison of Elders is excellent. Mm. Really tough at some point. You see the story mode stuff's good as well. Yeah, yeah. The actual House of Walls story stuff is good. Isn't it like 45 minutes long or something? Uh, it took me about two or three hours to do, but it was a lot of fun to go through. And the best thing about it was um, the some of the missions take place in areas that were, you could play through single player that were only previously ex- uh, held off for the multiplayer strikes and raids, like you go through um, the Vault of Glass, which was previously only a raid mode. Yeah. And there's a really tough uh, part in the Vault of Glass raid where platforms appear and then disappear. You've got to jump (coughs) across them and get through. That was really nice. So, hold on. They've, not to be too negative, but they've reused areas from... The, the old no no not the same parts of them but certain they've used that location and built new areas within it if that makes sense right so you, you get to visit it as a single player part of a single player campaign which was really but nice but say to see. is that like That's say cool. if they did a st- story expansion to COD they based it on a couple of the multiplayer maps uh <laughs> I don't really would that not get completely torn apart by everybody when if that happen though no i'd say it's more like um using one of the multiplayer map loca- uh, one of the multiplayer map locations for zombies or something like that that's sort of the way i describe it that's the best way to you know sort of appropriate that but it is really nice because again you're, you're sort of taking something used in one game mode and putting it into another and you get to explore it because pe- a lot of people 
I'd imagine don't get to do the raid mode because you have to have six people to do yeah. it. And a lot of people don't make it that far in it because they are really tough, the raids. If you don't have a full squad and you're not communicating on the mic, because there's been times where I've done raids and it will take us two hours, maybe more, and we don't get to finish it because it's simply that tough where if people, you know, drop it's a lot of time. You have to drop out. <clears throat> but, um, you know, and you get to explore new areas. You have to you learn your way through. And I, it does teach you, I guess, the principles of how to do a raid in terms of the path where you've got to go and tr- transcending or descending yeah. your way through it. And it is really nice. And again, the story mode is actually quite good. It's self, and what's nice about it is it's nice and self-contained. as a satisfying conclusion as well. And um, the the characters who talk to you on like your communications thing who are back on the reef, they actually de- deliver dialogue with enthusiasm, unlike Peter Dinklage in the first thing, which again, clearly can't have been his fault. Can't blame the Dinklage. Exactly. He's all about a dollar dollar. He's a really That's good actor as well, but I don't know what happened when it came to the, when Destiny launched and he was just boring as fuck. I don't know what happened there, but Probably yeah, bored as fuck reading the script. That's why. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Where you pick, tell him dumps like a truck like a man, read this stuff. He goes, "All right, all right." Then. Doesn't mean he has to emote on it, does yeah. it? Why are you? You're a robot on the moon. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm well pumped for that. But we went through it and went, "What the fuck is a warlock?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you like it, right? You're a yeah. fan. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. There you go. Tom, what have you been playing? Forza Horizon Two. Oh, is that why you, brought, <laughs> is that why you laid why the you tease earlier? earlier? Like, it's really good. Like, um, I don't know if you if that. At the moment, racing games, like you said, there aren't as many of them. There used to be tons. Like everyone had a racing game. It seemed like publisher. Yeah, I miss anyway. all that. There's like Activision had one. EA had probably well, numerous ones. Activision Disney had, had one. What was it? Blur. Blur was yeah. so good. Like so and good. The problem, like I Activision had yeah. the best racing studio, and they just killed them. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. But that that was annoying. Um, <laughs> Code Masters had lots of. Like at the moment, they've they really like have gone races. very simmy, haven't they? Yeah. So, mm. really, apart from Need for Speed, like I think Horizon is like it's, I think it's better than Need for Speed at the moment. Anyway, is like the game. Like if you're not really into hardcore racing, but you don't want it to be super ridiculous, it's, it is kind of a bit like PGI in that it's you can get away with a lot more than what yeah. you would do in say Gran Turismo or something. Mm. And like Horizon Two looks amazing. Like the location is brilliant. Like the just the colours. I think the colour of it makes it, to me, more appealing than Drive Club. Drive Club I played for quite a lot, and it is, if you want an actual, like, pure racing game, I think it probably is better. If, you want, if you're into that kind of, like, time trialling, competing with other people for, like, best times, I think it maybe is the better game for you there. If you want just to just explore the world and drive around and just mess about with lots of different stuff, it is a, a more fun game for me. Um, and it's just like it's fun to play like the, the handling model is fun you get good cards very quickly like mm. you just play it like you start off with a relatively naff car I suppose but then in about like, an hour you get given a Ferrari and then <laughs> I got gifted like the main car from the front cover of the box just because I was playing the game it's like fine I'm going to use those now and mm. suddenly you've got like two of the best cars and that's it it's just, it's just and even like when it says because you have events and then when you complete the like that set, you basically have a drive to another location. Even that bit's fun because you're like going, seeing the scenery, unlocking a new bit of the the map. It's just really, it's just a nice game to play. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't really like all the story stuff they kind of put in. Like <laughs> it's not a story as such. Like it's like, like get to the party, right? Get to yeah, the party, and like, have fun. I don't, I don't like that element to it. Like the whole festival side, particularly the opening bits, are just terrible. Like I just I don't get why they've got Sean Maguire in it. Like it's like his his face, just him as a character being like the head of the festival stuff. It all seems a little bit 
cheesy and rubbish, but the actual racing is really good. Um, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do because this is the second one. It's not a massive evolution of the first Horizon, but it's still good fun. I don't know whether they can do it again in what would be next year's game. Um, I kind of hope they somehow just make PGR because they could do PGR. There's bits well, in there's bits in it where you're racing <clears throat> around like sort of mini towns, mm. um, and they're cool because it's like this is essentially a bit like PGR. I don't think they're going to bring back PGR, but they could. Back. What's Criterion doing? They're bringing back PGR up. Miller. Well, you can keep living that dream, but I think you may have to go E3, to like a Shenmue convention. E3, that's where if you buy Forza 6, is it 6 or 7, we're on? 6. six, six. You get uh, beta access to PGR. There's a lot of betas going around. This is E3. Yeah. I just can't see Microsoft investing money into PGR when they've got Forza branding. I just think I don't like, at some point, it. if they keep doing it, it's going to, Forza Horizon is going to, it needs to do something to either have a bigger break or do something a bit different because, I don't know, like... It, oh, no, I totally agree. Yeah. So what if they did it as a city thing? Like, it basically yeah. was PGR just I don't, in... It doesn't have to be four, like Fours in New York I'd like it like to Birmingham City. Birmingham. Yeah. But I think, the, I think the key is yeah. the Criterion guys. Because they proved that when they made Blur, which was like real-life Mario Kart or whatever, mm. realistic Criterion? Wasn't it bizarre? Oh, bizarre, sorry. sorry they're, dead. they're dead. I know they're bizarre, but there's, 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 there's still people out there. They yeah. still exist. They could get... They needed those crew back together because when they made Blur, they proved that they were a very talented racing studio. Aren't a lot of them at playground though who made some of them at playground some of them went to code yeah, exactly. oh, so that's, that's the thing it doesn't care you need that team Divide. you need that core need to make team that, co- that call yeah. bring them all together Blur's kind of gone down in history as being a bad game who and thinks I, it's a bad I, game everyone apart from me and you apparently See, I, prefer, I, like I prefer split seconds this was the problem no. to me they are two completely yeah. separate oh, games are. I they know are. you put yourself behind a wheel but the problem was they came at the same time mm. so everyone decided oh well it's this Call of Duty versus Battlefield no it's not they were two complete one was a set piece was it Disney who made split second was a throwaway game for like you played it for like it was good but you, and it was fun. That was it. Yeah, I totally agree. But Blur was a heart. Was a, a deep, beautiful, mm. wonderful, but you're juicy right racing game. And that you couldn't have played both brilliant. because they came out at the exact same time. So you simply well, people decided they one. shouldn't. People said you got to pick one. Mm. Then you don't. They, they weren't well, well, competing with each other. If you other. committed to one, then you weren't going to play the other. Like you say, you bought one and you could only yeah. afford one. But yeah, split second. Was that, they there both was that bombed, track. Didn't they? they yeah, oh, they both did really because bad. again, timing. But there was that track in split second where you drove under the plane as it crash landed, and that was a really good track. It was great, but just the fact once you'd seen everything, it had to offer mm. once it was well, I think for me personally it was difficult to get excited was, about it again was bad like the way it was sold as like Marikart for like adults yeah that was yeah. bad it was God, adults like Marikart it, it had things yeah. I think the problem they had was convincing people that a game with power ups like it did have was, wasn't was just a, a kind of arcadey like yeah. Marikart clone mm. and even the advert looked like it was like I think they it was copied Marikart to yeah. an extent in the marketing and it just missold it a lot because it had a lot more to it than just well, it was the driving model again yeah. it was the handling model was so good because you would shoot a lightning bolt or whatever at someone but it, that, that wouldn't like take them off the road it would just interrupt their path and it's right. the way you could then dip in around them or whatever that felt so good it's like oh man I really you know took that guy to school I was really fucking annoyed by the whole blur thing because it was the only multiplayer racing game I've ever gotten half decent at yeah <laughs> it fucking died on its arse I know it was so good um, I remember just doing multiplayer matches one after the other one. I never did mm. the single player. No, because it, it was just, compelling. It was, it was just fucking like, and there was there was so many like amazing moments where if you pulled them off, it'd be like real punch the air moments, yeah. like, like like firing a bolt out of the back of you, aiming it in the in the rear view mirror, and actually getting somebody with yeah. the bolt, and just f- like Blur was amazing. Yeah, like, like bizarre. Well, uh, 
multiplayer wise were well ahead of everyone like pgr2 mm. on the xbox which was kind of like it was kind of like one of the first games to make real use of xbox live properly was way ahead of everything else it had like all the kind of stuff you expect now mm-hmm. like all the leaderboards the ghosts all the, like the lobbies and everything and this was like god knows how many years ago that was now i played that so much pgr2 online um, and it had a good community. Like back then, Xbox Live wasn't as toxic Just as the it is now. In general, wasn't it was it? a much nicer yeah. place to be. But they've like, and Blur had all that. Plus, it had the actual, like the competitive stuff in terms of the weapons and everything. So it was really good. I really like Blur, and I don't know why it died as much as it did. I think people just thought it was a different game. Well, I think, yeah, I think it just was marketed poorly and, like I say, came out at a weird time with another racing game where they decided to get go head-to-head with one another. Like, yeah. you had to choose. Whereas I think I think Split Second was fine as well. I think they probably mm. could have made a series out of that. But, yeah, both were so... Who made Split Second? I was I thinking, was it now. Disney? Was that it Disney? Was, Disney um, published it, but who, who oh, actually okay. made it? it, was, made uh, it? The, they're based in Brighton, aren't they? Well, yeah. they were. Is it... Uh, I want to say Rainbow, but I don't know if it was them. No, I don't think it was. Anyway, it's a shame because I think they could have done... But the fact that, you know, Bizarre have gone entirely, is it? I mean, they were, you know, they were the, that was the racing game that got me into racing games. Yeah, what exactly. They, did. they, uh, they were the racing game guys, like say with PJ and all that. They were just fabulous yeah, at what they did. They knew what they were doing. Uh, I finished Guacamole over the Bank Holiday mm. weekend. Oh, yeah. I just want to stress how I remember now, because I said a few weeks ago that, you know, I went back to my review and I thought, oh, maybe it was a bit harsh in it. But then I remember the last hour of that game. <laughs> <laughs> where it decides right we don't have much else we can do so let's just up the difficulty by about 70 million and make it the hardest game it's ever it's gone back like, to Miller 8 now yeah it wasn't it really has. last week well it? no I think it's a fantastic game and I, I implore anyone that's got PS Plus to download it and play it because mm. it's just so much fun and it reminds you that I mean even it does look nice it's got great sound and a great idea it's, it's all about the core mechanics if a core mechanic of a game is good you want to keep going back and playing it over and over again but I can't stand games that get to their finale and just think they have to become a challenge video game. It's like, mm-hmm. why can't I just finish this game? I hate it when games become hard at the end because you feel like you put the effort in. Yeah. You there, and then like, I had this a bit with Wolfenstein because and because it had taken so long to play it anyway, it suddenly felt like it was incredibly hard. I actually turned it down to easy because I thought, yeah, I do that all the time. what is the point of me yep. struggling through this? Well, I just want to play something else now, but I want to finish yeah. this. Yep. The effort's not in the final hour, it's in those nine or but ten hours you played on the, the way. That's the thing is, it's this whole old school mentality of a video game has to be hard. You have to defeat the game. Mm. Whereas I would have been happy just to have waltzed through Guacamole's last half an hour, kicked the shit out of everything, beat the boss and go, oh, that's the game's done. I had a good time. It filled up you know, some of my life. Yeah. You know, rather than, oh, I beat the game. I don't have to beat the game. I just want to experience the game. I, I feel like if that is, if the game is a challenge, it has to be a challenge the whole way through. That has to be its MO. It can't suddenly yeah, become that. Yeah. It can't pull the rug out from under you and suddenly... Because you know whether it's... I mean, yeah, I persevered through it for the same reason you did Wolfenstein. Mm. You think, well, I put this much time into mm. it and I want to get to the credit so I can say, right, that's done. But it's just... When a game switches from becoming incredibly entertaining to a slog, yeah, just yeah. because they start to throw more enemies at you, it's like, nah, you don't need to do Especially this. Especially games where you get power-ups and you get your character gets stronger as you go and you feel like you should be good enough to overcome whatever they put in well, front of you. Going back to Jim's point, that was an Oblivion problem because <clears throat> you levelled up and the world levelled up around you. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, the, what's the point of levelling up? Everything's getting stronger with me so I never feel oh, yeah. more empowered. Well, the, the, one, of the, one of the big problems with Oblivion really as an RPG was that you could, you could, you could go through that game never levelling up yeah. and, and still finish every quest, yeah. defeat every enemy. No, that's a mistake. Um... So leveling up felt sort of a bit pointless. Yeah. Um, when once you once you saw the sort of code behind that, that. true. It was fun because mm. you get to choose new stats, which is yeah, always yeah. good. But in terms of how it made you feel, it was like, well, I mean, I'm not totally against like level scaling in the world yeah. because I think in, in certain areas, 
it's a good way of sort of bringing easy areas up to you know up to the standard of where you are yeah. as a character um if you know if, if you want to have a constant challenge or whatever but the way they did it in oblivion where everything is at yeah the level you are yeah so you know um you know, and everything's a breeze basically. So the only difficulty is depending on where you've got the difficulty slider. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I much prefer things to feel more yeah. natural. Like I'm in the hard point now. Mm. Yeah. Everything should be in a ratio to the it's player. A, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, The Witcher does that really well. Mm. Another thing, yeah, The Witcher does. Three does really well. Like yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know if it employs any what kind of level scaling, but. Okay. The Witcher 3 well Witcher done. 3, you yeah. might have heard of it. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's this uh, independent studios come out with a... But anyway, um, yeah, in terms of the exploration, and you can walk into areas where you're fucked. It lets you but, know as well, doesn't oh, yeah. it? It flashes up above the enemy. Well, it, there'll be a skull like above the stuff. enemy, which basically tells you you ain't going to beat yeah. this That's guy. excellent. I love that stuff. Like, it, yeah. I, just enjoy, I, just, I like it when a game gives you a heads up, a little nod, like this is what we think. Don't have to listen to us, <clears> but there you go. Well, when we when we played it and we came across that uh, graveyard with the, like, the spectre, I think I think everyone basically comes across it. There's that spectre just outside of the first town and they come out of the graves and it's basically like, this is your first chance to realise you can get destroyed if yeah. you take something on too early and even does it with the quest it will say look it will color code them and say like this is an easy quest you, you're good enough to do this now this quest it will prove a bit of a challenge but you might be able to do it this one <clears throat> red stay away from sounds it sounds like they back. ripped off ubisoft the crew <laughs> <laughs> that's a game we should have talked about because the crew given it should have been excellent i mean really should the idea was great mm. had money put behind it you know big shoot like ubisoft comes out poof, Still, I have it's done by of, Test Drive guys as well. I kind of still have a slight fondness for the crew just because it it is such a massive game yeah. and like there isn't anything like it. Like it is such a big world and that and, part mm. of it is something that is something worth doing. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it, I don't know, it is just big. I mean, if that's that's not much of a selling point, but exploring it and just seeing all the different locations and stuff and being real life and the fact that you can just go anywhere is quite cool like you play as gav murphy as well that's (laughs) cool in case you didn't know yeah (laughs) there has been a running theme with this generation i I promise i haven't had the awareness to think about it with other generations of consoles but every new ip that's come out there's always been that sense of oh that it's a good starting point but the two the second one will be the time when they everything comes falls into place like the crew uh, Watch Dogs, probably a lot of Ubisoft games actually. But every new IP, you feel like, oh, in the next one, they'll have a chance to get all this right. It's a good Watch starting Dogs point. Especially. Yeah. Knees, my knees. Do you remember it, that? I'm talking yeah. about downgrading. There's I think definitely Watch been Dogs a, the king of that. Oh my God. But there's definitely been a case of where you think, like Titanfall was another one. It was a great start, and you think, where can they go with the next one? But it's, yeah. a, it's a case of, it's a, it's a building block rather than a coming out with a bang. Yeah. You feel like, oh, it was all right. But if they do it again, then that's the time when you think this is the real start of the new gen yep. difference you know but it's just a shame yeah well there we go lifeless planet quickly lifeless planet oh, on course, Xbox yeah. one um i don't know why i brought it up because I, I didn't get i only gave it a five but it's kind of another a bit like the crew in that it's not a great game but it's got something about it yeah that more is kind of liked mm. enough to say it's not it's not garbage mm. but it's just not a great game and like i know jim was saying that he was he was a bit surprised that i didn't like it as much as maybe thought that mm. people would well, you've actually played the full game yeah i played like um, with the early access it's got version. that sense of like well, the idea of it is really good like you're just an astronaut a planet you know, there's a massive area to explore mm. um it is 
pretty linear though really in terms of what you actually do like yeah. essentially it's you just wander down a path for the whole game even at points you get shown the exact path to walk <laughs> um and it's but it's got that sense of like what's around the corner what what am i going to see that's cool but it just because it was made by i think mostly one guy but with a few other people helping out it looks so budget like yeah. it's super budget mm. in terms of the appearance and i think that hurts it because it is a game about like seeing stuff essentially and what you see even though at times it can it can look okay somehow i don't know how but it does most of the time it looks garbage like <laughs> there's a bit there's some bits where like there's trees essentially and it looks like do you remember like motocross madness or something on like the pc from like the late 90s like yeah. one of the microsoft studio games it looks so old and it hurts it because it you, the whole thing is like it's about wonder, wonder and yeah. like exploring and seeing all these alien like things and and the, even the design of it like there's bits where say i've got to get from one area to another and there's no obvious thing and it's meant to be a, this is meant to be a real place where there's some alien life that have lived there and constructed stuff and it's like to get to that bit you've got to walk around the back of this building and there's like a, a pathway like an, an inch wide that you think you can never get past it makes no sense as like a a world and that kind of hurts it a bit because that it's just it's just there to try and trick you into not knowing where you're going even though that would never exist in real life because no one would design anything <laughs> yeah. to be like that and these people have apparently made like machines to teleport all over the place and stuff but i don't know it's it's a game that i think you could play and think yeah it's got sunday something. afternoon game right it's got something mm. about it but also is a bit rubbish mm. there you go like how much is it it's i think it's like 12 13 pounds that's too much probably i mean yeah. it's it's not massively long and it does it feels cheap like in like it obviously has a very small budget i think it might have been like a i'm not sure it was kickstarter but one of those type yeah. of things um and I don't. It's hard, I don't want to be too mean about it because it, it has something, but it's just not a great game. There you go. Tomorrow reviews Lifeless Planet. I, I really liked it. it, it when I played the early access version, it, it, the reason I liked it and latched onto it is because it, it <clears> reminded <throat> me of like, it felt like really kind of classic hard sci-fi mm. in video game form. Mm. So it felt like sort of pre-moon landing sci-fi. Um, it felt like something that, that like it, like a short story that Ray Bradbury might write or yeah. something about about you know an astronaut ex- yeah. exploring a um, a, a, a desolate planet. distant planet and it, it, that's that that was the, the that was the, the the sense that I got from it, which I really enjoyed. But um, I was kind of hoping that the actual full version <coughs> of the game would be yeah, it's not better. dissimilar, you know kind of a like a like to journey in that mm. but journey has everything does everything a lot better than this does like journey is essentially a walk through a world but that world looks amazing mm. and the control you have over the character is really solid in this you've got like a dodgy jetpack that's a bit awkward to control mm. and it looks rubbish so but it's the same sense of getting through rather than actually get, overcoming much like there, there's very little in terms of like threat other mm-hmm. than some little plant monster things that just grab you out of the ground. Um, but it doesn't have that... Like, Journey is all about, like, the look and the sound and the, mm-hmm. the sense of being there and stuff, and this just doesn't have that level of, like, quality that it needed. If it had all that, it could have been a really good game. Mm. 
Oh, there you go. Lifeless Planet. Out now. Is that now? Mm. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, before we um, ask the, answer the questions you've asked, it's pimp time. We're going to pimp some stuff out. As always, we're on Twitter at VideoGamer.com, Facebook, search for VideoGamer, on YouTube, VideoGamer TV, and we've got Patreon as well, which is patreon.com forward slash VideoGamer. And also, it's the last week you can enter the competition where you can win. <laughs> I thought a- last week was the last week. <laughs> Hey, I make the rules. It's the last week until we come up with... No, 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 it's the end of May, right? It's June next week, so we'll do a new competition. So go do something with Kojima, make us laugh. Go to the videogamer.com forums. You'll find a thread there to do with this very competition. Mm. Do some photoshopping, do a video. I don't know, make a song. Don't just stick them a in a car, though, because we've done that. Yeah, we did that. But remember, you can win a, uh, a voucher from shop2.net worth up to the value of £50. <laughs> why is that funny? Why are you I, don't not... know. I don't know why it's funny. Look at Jim laughing at shop2.net, <laughs> yeah. laughing at you. I think Jim just came up with an idea. Don't twist my last Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Paul asks, hello, video gamer. Are we ever getting a Sleeping Dogs 2? I, I hope I reckon so. so yeah. yeah. Maybe hopefully. announce it this year's E3. Yeah. Seems about right time. It's Swear been a few years. Big, they've got a conference, haven't they? Got games to announce. Sleeping People Dogs like that game. Was, oh, that game was so good, especially when, like, you know, you got that character that you've hated for the whole game and you end up, <laughs> you end up feeding him through that a fucking game, ice chipper. That game yeah. had a good ending. Like, the way it mm. built. That had a game because yeah. it, it felt like you'd got somewhere and then it didn't just go, here's more of the same. It changed it a bit. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but it felt I like. I think you're allowed to. It's been like years. Like, the bit where he gets kind of. Because he gets beaten up badly doesn't he mm. and he's kind of like he's struggling and he still goes carries on and stuff it felt like a bit of a heroic mm. kind of ending mm. and lots of games just kind of just give you more of the same the harder it was like i thought it was a, a good game i think it had problems but it was a good seven out of ten that yeah clearly like could deserves another game for sure yeah. the yeah. combat was really satisfying as well it yeah. had that arc it's just style. a very very good solid video game it's like, mm. it's like the equivalent of square Enix do it very well tomb raider was the same it's a very, very good video game. Nothing mm. special, not going to blow your mind, but just does what it wants to do very well. Yeah. The, cha- the, the chase stuff was really good as well. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm. Chump, start again, not chump. <laughs> Jump, shoot, reload says, this is weird. If you're stuck in a zombie apocalypse, what actor, musician, and game character would you choose to join your team and why? Actor, musician, and game well, character. Uh, all, all of them. So I would oh. go actor Leslie Nielsen, musician James Hetford, and game character Marcus Phoenix because I like them. That's oh, it. Just to That's my up. only reason. Mark Spears would probably be a good one. Though. It might be a bit slow, though, because he's got all that bulk. No, you've not seen him roadie run. Fucking slam uh, into a wall. But you'd have to have a chainsaw revving the whole time yeah, in order so to move what? fast. Man's amazing. Go on, Brett. Pick three. Go. Oh, God. Actor, Sly. I'll take Sly. <laughs> right, <laughs> musician. What's the other musician? Oh, uh, Slash. Game character. Uh, got to start with an S now. You start the theme here. Oh, really? Oh, well, fuck. Well, I've decided they don't have to do it. Lara Croft, I would say, because she's good at finding stuff. Good one, mate. Go. <laughs> Shut your face. You planned this. You had, you had your questions, or, you had your answers already. I just grabbed Fuck the you. questions. I pick Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I was going to go with it. I was going to go with it. For all three. That's technically true, yeah. I was going to have him. Well, that's all right. You can be your actor. Who was the other one? Musician. Brian May. He's clever, isn't he? He's clever. That's true. He'll bring his one penny he's, piece he's with him clever. as well. He's, he knows. He'll be able to tell you where the North Star is. Yeah, yeah. he might help. And then what's the other game, one? game character? character. Uh, Frank West. Frank West taking some pictures, and he's yeah, he he's dealt with that before. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, good choices. Crab of the Stars, which is my favourite Twitter name ever. Would you attack a bear for a beer with your bare hands? Didn't know I put that in there. No. Jack, have any of the team ever imported a game? Which is like, I kind of intrigued that because that's yeah, kind of a mm, dead thing now, isn't loads, it? Back yeah. in the day, it was like. What's, give me one. Give me one game. Well, was, I imported yeah. so my I never entire imported. GameCube was imported. Did you really? My 
PS2 was an import. Oh, shit. Uh, all over uh, it. My Xbox was an import. Fucking hell. Wow. Uh, I had an imported... Well, my PSP was an import. Where did you order them from? Like, import stores. <laughs> import <laughs> store? Import.com? Like, import.com. I don't know, like, Lixang was a thing. Remember Lixang? Oh, yeah, I remember Lixang, yeah. Uh, Play Asia was to, a big like, one. like, American stuff you used to get from VG... Plus, maybe, or yeah, something. It's like a Canadian oh, no, store. I got, yeah. did I, I did import something once from VG. I got my PS2 from someone in the Friday ad. Damn. Japanese PS2. There you go. Uh, Tom's done all the importing. Yeah. Anyone else? No, I mean, <laughs> the only thing I ever did, you know the SNES, when you used to get <clears throat> Japanese SNES games, you used to have to get that adapter thing where you put a, yeah. a European SNES game in the back and the Japanese game on top. I did that for like... Street Fighter 2 <laughs> Turbo. Yeah. But yeah, I never actually imported it. I bought it from a store which yeah. imported games. So Jim? Yeah. You were sorry? Did you import anything? Uh, no. No. Okay. Too, busy, too busy laughing uh, at Shop 2 again. I've never uh, never imported anything. Andy Strange. Have you heard anything about the Mad Max game? The trailer looks good and with the success of, the, success of the film, I think there'll be more interest now. I think the film's going to hurt it. That's my view. Well, I played... I didn't play I saw it at last year's E3 and it really did and there's nothing wrong with this but it really did look like Just Cause mm. but in a desert mm. I think good. the problem was is how, what, how do you keep that interest in the desert when it literally was just miles and miles of desert it's mm. like well, what do you do I think it looks like a good game like it looks a lot like Batman to me in terms of yeah it very much is yeah. but I think the film has been so well I haven't seen it but people love it so much it's reviewed well as well is that not going to people are going to be thinking the game is going to be as good as this amazing action uh, film I, don't know. I think there's enough of a gap that it will be. It's, not, it's next year now, isn't it? The yeah, I don't. I don't think. No, I don't not. think the film will hurt it. It's they pushed it back to like next September year, September or something. So uh. Isn't it the same day as Metal Gear? I thought they delayed it. No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Thing is, though, we talked. I don't remember when, but we talked about Rage a little while ago, and we said it's how very boring, like how boring the driving was, and considering, like you said, it's just in a massive empty desert, and this it has to get the driving right because exactly. that is a big part of. Well, it's exactly. got to get. It's got to do that hard thing that sometimes games struggle with. With it has to have a good driving model. Yeah, it has to have a good combat model. But and it can't have a lot of emptiness. What's the name of the car? The Interceptor. I don't know. I've right? seen Mad Max. I, don't know. I think, I think it, if they nail the car combat as well, like if they nail the whole. Um, you know the, the actual fighting other cars with your car. Yeah. You know um, they look like they've got uh, they've got like a really good sort of leveling up stuff, really good upgrade mechanics with the mm. cars themselves, and I think I think they could pull it off. But they, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be. You know, you you can have a desert, but it doesn't have to be deserted. So mm. um, I don't think Warner Brothers are going to release much shit anymore. After Shadow of the Mordor, Shadow of the Mordor came Shadow out, the and Mordor. it was quite Shadow high quality. I think their new thing is set the bar high, which yeah, is another reason yeah. why they got rid of old gen stuff and they just yeah. focused on new gen stuff because yeah, that yeah. kind of consolidates their thoughts. I think Batman's going to be really good. Yeah. I think Shadow of the Mordor was good. I think Mad Max. I don't know if it'd be for me, but I think it'd be very well received. I, I, it has I think to stay September as well because of Blu-ray. Think, yeah, that's the thing. Sorry, Jim. That's right. No, I'm just thinking. I think WB of, of maybe not taking gaming very seriously until. Now, really. the last couple yeah. of years, I'd say. Yeah. Even Lego Jurassic Park, I'm not going to play it, but it's good, it's solid, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And Mortal Kombat was great, too. I, I, yeah. I think Warner Brothers' thing is we'll go for quality, we'll go that route, and mm. eventually people Where's start. Where's Fear? Oh, no. Where's Fear? Well, they're dead, that team now, aren't they? Are they? Well, pretty much. They, they're they're kind still, of ripped. Well, you mean like disbanded and gone to other places? They they Warner not, Brothers ripped them apart. Not dead. Because that's tragic. There's something in another Fear game. Like The first two, I think, are really good games. Like the next one's not so much, but I still think it offered like an FPS with a slight different twist yeah, to everything else. I think they may be gone. My only memory of Fear is some guy with a hat telling me off at the start of the game. Uh, stop playing. I still think the original <laughs> Fear has some of the best combat in any FPS. Yeah, even now. a lot of people say that it's really good. 
the hairy kraken. I've now got the sinking. <laughs> Have you got the sinking sensation that the new Metal Gear may in fact be total shite? Yeah. No. no. Do it, why? No, I don't have that at all. Why does everyone think that? That's been controversial. Oh, I see. Oh, right. no, I think there's probably an argument there, but I don't see what's happened. I mean, the Kojima stuff doesn't affect the development of the game because it's already pretty much a mm. finished game by this point. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. Like, it's always really good. I mean, maybe a bit yeah, unfocused at times yeah. all over the place, but the games as a whole are always interesting and different. I'm really excited the for it. The only thing that sort of had me on edge is how it has the episodic thing like Peace Walker. I never really got on with the PSP games. Yeah. Where it, you know where you kidnap soldiers and recruit them and all that, like in those games. I don't know if it has all of that, but it's there is talk of it being episodic and you go back to your base. And, and I don't yeah. know if that breaks up. The whole po- reason why I love the first one, two, three, is you're embedded in hmm. an environment. You've got to story. survive and infiltrate. And that's what I love. I don't know if that will be too broken up where you've got to go back and forth. Yeah. And it, you'll feel too, not too safe, but too disjointed from the actual core of it. But again, it's Kojima and I trust he can make a good Metal Gear game because he has and he does all the time. Yeah, I so. think if this is his last one as well. He doesn't want to go I, out a bum, yeah. though. He might do that. He might just say, fuck you. Well, He's, he'll just end with a picture of his cock at the end of the game. Looking forward to it. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I've just kind of accepted the fact now that I'm never going to get into Metal Gear. I did make a vow. I think it's fair enough. I think it's fair yeah. enough because they are weird games. Yeah, yeah. they are different. Yeah, I, don't. I, I really tried. I, I tried. Which I tried playing MGS One, and it's just too old for me. One is hard. I mean, I think one's easier to go back to than any others. Like mm. for four, like the only ones I've really liked are one mm. and four. Like because mm-hmm. one at the time, everyone likes three though. Everyone's I can't three. get on with I can't get on the controls with two or three. Okay. It's the main issue I have with them. Yeah, I know six three buttons to shoot a gun. And particularly the second game is so I can't play it at all. It's just so awkward. Mm. Whereas the first game, it because it was limited by what it was on, is a lot easier to play. Yeah. And the fourth game essentially plays like a modern shooter. I said way. in last week or whatever podcast, I really like Metal Gear 4. And so many people came out and said they don't like it, which mm. I cannot believe. I think Metal Gear 4 is, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. I put it in like my top 10 games ever list. Really? Oh, I think it's excellent. What game. did make me laugh? You know that thing immediately when you get the active camo and he hasn't got the, you haven't got face cam at the start of the game and he's just yeah. there behind the wall and you think, can no one see his face? That is great. No one. You've got the percentage camo, it only goes up to like 85, because you think there's a big 15% of his face against the wall that everyone can't see yeah. for some reason. That's crazy. Uh, Dan, I can't really answer this, but hopefully someone else can. Have any of you guys got the PlayStation TV? Was considering getting it, now they're just £45 to play the PS4 in another room. Never really caught on that, did it, PlayStation no. TV? No. Anyone got one, tried it no. out, bought I one, can done see, it? I can see maybe why it might be useful, but... I don't know. The problem with the whole thing is that it's like a little media box that doesn't have Netflix on it. So what's the point? It does not have Netflix on Apparently it. Apparently not. Torchlight. Is right. that the one with the Vita, go, do Vita slot as well? It's a Vita. Vita it is a Vita. Oh, right. Okay. But it's, it's just a Vita that can't have, It can't it's even run half the library. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, I think the only real thing it has going for it is that it has the remote play stuff like right. you would on a Vita. So you plug it into a TV. So you could have your PS4 in the living room, this in your bedroom, and only have... So you can access it in a different room without moving your console around. But it has the problems of lag and lower picture quality. So, yeah. you know, you know what, mate, for the sake of 45 quid, I would just move your PS4 to the toilet wherever you want to play it. <laughs> to the toilet. That's better than buying a PlayStation TV. David Turner says, with E3 fast approaching, what series would you like to be brought back from the dead with a new sequel? What do you think? Project Gotham Racing. Mm-hmm. Done. Jim. Everyone thinks that, really. I can't think of anything dead that I like. PGR Jim, you would like racing games. RC yeah. Pro Am's mine. Blur. RC Pro Am. Yeah. Have, you played, wow. have you played, Mar- have you played Motorstorm 
on the no, video. No, I still haven't played that's it That's that game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But I want RC... Or Toy Re- Box Turbos. Rare's free now. I want RC Pro-Am. Fuck that. Toy Box Turbos? That was no RC Pro-Am, my no. friend. Right. They wanted it to be. It was not. But yeah, RC Pro-Am. The game, everyone thinks I'm joking. RC mm. Pro-Am, one of the greatest games ever made. Is that just Micro Machines, yeah? No, it was, it was toy. It was remote control cars, but it was an isometric viewpoint. So yeah, yeah that's that what micro machines was. Like it was not pounds. like micro machines. Mm. Sorry, I got, it, what? I got annoyed with Brett Phipps. Oh, again. Shut your face, <laughs> Villa. Motorstorm on the Vita. What's it called? The, uh, it? Motorstorm RC, yeah, wasn't it? That is brilliant. It is it's like really good. Pounds, it's really good. It was on Plus as well. But I'm Vita. Oh, we might have added it to you. I want someone to do Elder Scrolls Discworld. <laughs> just making like, something up just just like you know something like you know The Witcher or Oblivion or whatever that kind of open world RPG except it's set on Discworld and it's really funny and absurd yeah. and that's what I want oh, and nobody will Brent. ever make it so DJ Hero but it will never happen no it won't uh, Andy do any of you care about trophies slash achievements if so any platinum you're especially proud of I put this in here because I just wanted to bring up the point about how Microsoft ruined their best thing they really about did. the Xbox 360. I cared about achievements in the Xbox 360. Mm. I didn't actively go after them, but there was a really nice achieving, you know, sense when you unlock them. Now, when it came just don't up, care. Yeah. when it came up, there was a nice little pang, yeah. a nice little endorphin yeah. pang. But, but they, you knew what it was as well. You knew what you'd achieve because it had the description. Yeah, it does that now? It does that now? But thing that convinced me that achievements are dead essentially is that I was watching. The Good Wife on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going. The Good yeah, Wife's yeah. good. It's a good program. Yeah. No, no, because um, I, I know what's coming. And I'd watched three in a row, and I got an achievement. That's, see, that's like, talk ridiculous. About, that is the whole Hotline Miami 2 thing. Talk about, oh, you could put everything and do everything yep. with it now. The whole point was there were nice additions that you could forget about, and it would pop up, and, oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. See, I made the transition to caring about trophies for about five minutes as well, this gem. I, was, I just don't care. I just want to play a game for a bit. Yeah. Before I go to bed, and yeah. then that's it. Don't I don't want to have an achievement for that. I've never understood trophies. I don't understand why, but that system to me is probably not that complicated. But I've decided that it is. Mm. So even when I unlocked the trophy for completed Guacamole, I just didn't give a shit. I was like, <laughs> meh, don't care. Uh, but surely it's just a translation from the achievement system. The trophy but system, in like a way, it. is probably better than achievement. It is yeah, now, Because yeah. it tears the, like, how in hard the thing is. It'll give you a gold. It wasn't, it, I, I think they launched it badly because mm. it yeah. felt like a not as good version of achievements yeah yeah and then I didn't care for so long I just don't care yeah, at all now 100% problem is there's some games where you th- like you, you compare the two like for an achievement you get say 50g for doing something in whatever game like Guacamelee like you're saying and if that the equivalent of that is like a bronze you think well what the what, yeah. like, why numbers always work better Jim do you ever achievement hunt Nah. All right. Nah. Uh, Sned. Oh, sorry, go on. You have more. No, 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 no. no it's fine. I was just making noises with my mouth. <laughs> uh, Sned Pop says, "Does Castlevania have the wankiest subtitles in video games? E.g., Lords of Shadow and Dawn of Sorrow." He's right. It does. They are all really, really over the top and weird. Mm, um, Metal Gear. Is there one called Symphony of Dissonance or something like that? Symphony of the Night. Is it? I, didn't, um, I thought there was another one. Do you remember the Final Fantasy has bad ones like that? Um, Duo, Deckham, whatever the yeah, fuck it's called. Dissidents, yeah. whatever it is. Do you remember the expansion for the original Quake game? No. One of them was called The Dissolution of Eternity. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I remember about it, because I remember thinking, that's fucking wank. Yeah, <laughs> that is bad. But no, Castlevania's up there. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And finally, Martin says, if Tam McLeish was in WWE game, what would his finishing move be? Ask Jim. His finishing move would be sticking a pair of cuffs on someone and bundling them in the back of a car. There you go. Like a real policeman. Mon, down the station, son. You're yeah. fucking nicked. That's what it'd be called. It'd be called Mon. That'd be the finish. Come on. <laughs> the here, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking settle down. 
And that's it. That's the end of the questions, which yeah. means it's the end of the podcast. We've gone a whole just over an hour. Look at that. What powerful people we are. One hour. Mm. Yeah, what amazing community people we are. Everyone should be really proud of us. Yeah. Don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, if you've enjoyed this, you'd like some more, you can sign up for our Patreon, as we mentioned earlier. You go to Video Gamer. No, you don't. You go to patreon.com for <laughs> Video Gamer. You can spend five bucks and you're going to get extra podcasts. We're literally going to record as soon as we finish yeah, doing this one. if you spend ten bucks, you get extra videos. Extra videos. And there's mm. a whole well on there. You can have a look. Have a look. If you fancy supporting us, that'd be great. If not, don't worry about it. You can still find all our stuff on videogamer.com and YouTube and yeah. all that nonsense. But that is it. Remember to enter the competition. Remember to be happy. And remember that life is short. One day you'll be dead. So enjoy today. There you go. That's nice and positive. Thank you very much, Brett Phipps. Bye. Cheers, Jim. Bye. Cheers, Tom. Bye. We'll be back next week. Bye.